This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 43 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, the healing power of horses. We would like to thank our sponsor, Equestrian Collections. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. You can visit them at equestriancollections.com. And also to easysignsonline.com, the number one farm sign company in the United States. Order your farm sign at easysignsonline.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. We bring you the news through hail or hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenn the Geek And I'm Helena B And this is the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network well, hi, Helena. I'm so excited about today's show. It's a topic that we've gone over many, many times. Tell us a little bit about what's going to be on, and then I want to chat with you a little about it. Well, the show we have planned for today is going to take a look at the healing power of horses. We all know how much better we feel after we ride, or even if we just spend time at the barn with our horses. Well, today we speak to two wonderful guests that have taken the healing power of horses to new levels. The first is Amy Blossom. She's the director of Chicago-based E-A-G-A-L-A. I'm going to call that E-G-A-L-A because I'm lazy. That's how they pronounce it, actually. Yep. Okay. The E-G-A-L-A program um, is called Reigns of Change. Founded in 1999, E-G-A-L-A is the Equine Assisted Growth and Learning Association. And its mission is to improve the mental health of individuals, families, and groups all over the world by setting a standard of excellence in equine assisted psychotherapy. Those are the key words, equine assisted psychotherapy. I think it's pretty much self-explanatory. Yeah, and, and that, that was uh, – I gave you all those big words. You notice that? I know, and see how good I did with that? <laughs> I know you did great. That's because I just rode. <laughs> see what it does for see, me? See, there you go. <laughs> the second guest we have today is known as Dr. Jen, and she is a founder of the Happily Ever After Ranch. Dr. Jen has a Ph.D. in clinical psychology with a postdoctorate fellowship in family therapy. She specializes in helping people, um, all kinds of people, dissolve the blocks, mental, emotional, and physical, that keep you from living your life to the fullest. So uh, we've got some two very important people to talk to today. Yes, it's going to be fun. You know, it's kind of a deep subject, especially for us, because we usually don't go this deep. But it's something that you talk about almost every time we, we do a show, is how just going out to the barn just refreshes and revitalizes you. And it is true, whether you're just brushing your horse, just spending time around them, Heals heals us in in, in very, even in little ways, you know. In our cases, you know, it, it it just makes us feel better about life. Yeah, it does about everything, and you don't even know what's happening. It's like it's like play versus exercise. You know, so many people go to the gym, and it's it's an effort. They get the benefit of it, but it's an effort. But when you're out playing with your horses, or you're shoveling, or you're mucking, or you're currying. It's like playing. You don't realize that your mind and your body are being exercised and uh, rewarded. So it's yeah, I, I can't live without it. That's why people say it's a way of life. Horses is not just something you do. It's a way you live your life. Now, I call it an addiction, um, but that's coming from the horse husband's point of view. <laughs> so. Yeah, and, and, but it is. It's an addiction because you, you get that high. Yep, that's You're right. right. It, it is an addiction. You can't live with that. Like <laughs> if, I'm go, if I go without being at the barn for a day or two or if I can't ride for a week, oh, my husband, my poor husband, it's, it's just awful. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll kill you if you ever tell my wife this, but she, uh, I actually – there were days that I actually did enjoy just going out and cleaning the barn. Just because it was so, it was just so relaxing, and and you could just forget about life while you were out there. I hope there's somebody out there listening who's not me, (laughs) who's writing this down. I want you to write it down. See, now you're committed. You can't say it. And she doesn't always listen to our shows, so I'm always safe in what I say there. I don't have to say it. Somebody, we have (laughs) 10,000 listeners who can say it for me. 
<laughs> Write it down in a little envelope. Today's June. Well, the episode is going to air on what? June 12th? Yes. And then put it in an envelope and say, Glenn the Geek said he actually <laughs> liked cleaning the barn. Occasionally, I said. I didn't say every seal, day. <laughs> seal so it up and difference. put it someplace safe. It will, it will fetch a lot of money someday. <laughs> it's like anything else. When you don't have to do it every day, it's fun. You know, is, when you have to do it every day, then it's not always fun. So, yeah. but that, that is great. And, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing more about how, uh, I, I guess Eagle actually has now 3,500 members worldwide, uh, that are as part of this, uh, teaching network. So it'll be interesting to hear more about that and, and, and to learn more about what Dr. Jen is up to out there in Colorado. She's quite a story too. So that will be kind of fun. Cool. The, you know, the other thing. This last week, I sent out a request on Twitter. We've been talking about Twitter, and I noticed you have even tweeted a couple times now. I'm working on it. We're getting you there. Well, I sent out a request on Twitter here uh, over the weekend because in two weeks, we're going to do a special Twitter episode. And I asked people who follow us on Twitter, we have almost 500 now, I asked people who follow us at Horse Radio on Twitter uh, if they wanted to be on the show. And I told them all they'd get four minutes to talk about whatever they want to talk about. They can promote their horse business. It has to be equine related. But they have to promote their horse business. They can say hi to their horsey friends in the barn. Or they can just come on and if they want to just chat with us, we can do that. But they get four minutes and then they're done. So um, we had over 20 people reply (laughs) Oh, my. On the show. And there's actually some very interesting ones. There's some ones I'm just looking forward to hearing about. And, you know, you and I, we're going to we're going to get to four minutes and we're going to buzz them off and we're going to wish we had more time with them because. Oh, I know. But but it'll be an idea for future shows, maybe, too. Can't we do like a marathon show? (laughs) Or then again, we might get to two minutes and want to buzz them. Oh, that's true. That's true. It depends who they are, I guess. But you know what? It's supposed to be Twitter like they, you know, Twitter, you get 140 characters and that's all you get to say your message. So So how much are we going to give them? them four minutes and that's it a minute that's a lot that's a a long time four minutes some of them are going to be fascinating though trust me um because i went on and looked at their websites and stuff some of them are going to it's going to be very interesting but but you know what for us we usually do interviews that are 20 25 minutes so it's going to be a boom 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 show We, we should be able to get like 10 on you know that show and just bring a whole world of of equestrianism in short bites to to everybody. It should be a lot of fun. We'll see how it goes. It's either going to be a lot of fun or total disaster. I'm not sure which. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's always one or the other with us. So we're going to give that a try and uh, see how that goes. We also have some fun episodes coming up. I'm really looking forward to the episodes that we have coming up over the next four weeks. Um, I will say that this is probably the most serious one that we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing some really fun, goofy episodes. So uh, we we want you to hang around and make sure you subscribe through iTunes tunes for that well you know we're gonna just take a short commercial break for our friends at equestrian collections and then we're going to be back with our first guest and get really started about you know how horses uh do heal people well helena there's something else that is healing for horse people and that's shopping for horse stuff There's nothing more satisfying on a rainy day in the spring than to bring up EquestrianCollections.com and browse around the tens of thousands of items they have available for you. They have something very unique, and that's an e-catalog section that can't be beat. Just go to their homepage and click on the e-catalog link at the top of the page there and take a look around. There's something for everyone in that section. They also have a fantastic Super Spring Specials e-catalog with thousands of save in savings from major brands. In these tough times, er- everyone can use some savings on what you buy, and Equestrian Collections is there to help. And just for our listeners, you can get additional savings if you spend over $120. You get an additional 10% off by using this coupon code at checkout, 10SPRING09. That's 10SPRING09. Visit Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com. They put the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips at a price you can afford. That's equestriancollections.com. All right, and our first guest today is Amy Blossom. She's the director of Chicago-based EGALA, which is the Equine Assisted Growth and Learning Association. Um, They have a program called Reins of Change. So welcome to Amy. So Amy, welcome to the show. Um, I I don't know much about um, your work, so this is, you know, 
we're going to start from the very basics. Tell us a little bit about the Equine Assisted Growth and Learning Association and then um, the Reins of Change program and how that fits into the overall program. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. Um, EGAL is an international organization that is dedicated to providing education, resources, um, training, and standards of professionalism in the fields of equine-assisted psychotherapy, as well as equine-assisted learning. Um, and then we can go more into the specifics of what those two things are. Um, but EGAL What's e- has- yeah, let's start. Sorry, let's back up. What's equine-assisted psychotherapy? Equine-assisted psychotherapy is actually a mental health intervention for people but we use horses in ground-based activities to do that. Um, they're experiential activities, um, similar to the idea of uh, what you would see in a ropes course where there are different activities set up that our, our clients, whether they're an individual, family, or group, would go through these activities with the horses, though. So the horses add that different dimension to it. Um, so it being that it's experiential, they'll go through an activity that's designed to help them work toward treatment goals. Um, our clients are coming to us for mental health purposes in an EAP program that's equine-assisted psychotherapy. So that may be, they may be coming for in eating disorder treatment, um, self-injury, addiction, anger management, um, you name it. Um, as long as the professionals are trained um, to be working with that particular population, you can find professionals to to help offer equine-assisted psychotherapy with that particular mental health. Now, equine-assisted learning is the same kind of activity, but it's more toward learning goals, education, um, corporate work, team building, uh, more of a personal growth or learning or educational purpose um, versus psychotherapy. So um, there are clear boundaries between what those two things are, what we're providing, and how we process so you actually work with with the professionals in in training them how to do this. Is that what I'm Exactly. That's okay. the role of Egala to train and educate and provide continuing support for professionals out there who are interested in this work. Um, both mental health professionals and on the equine side, the equine professionals. And is there a certification program or they have to become certified or there is a certification program that EGALA offers. There's a part one, which is a three-day, three full days of training. That's the part one. It's designed to give the basics of equine-assisted psychotherapy and learning what they are, how they can be applied. Um, then the part two is another three-day training that's designed to take it to the next level. Um, and after they've completed the, the second part, then they're eligible for certification if they're um, if they meet the qualifications needed. So, what's the common thread within equine assisted psychotherapy? What is it about equines that make this particular type of um, treatment or this type of therapy so effective for such a wide variety of um, mental health challenges? Well, I, I think because of the horses instincts are so unique, um, being a flight animal, being experts at reading nonverbal communication. Um, sometimes just the sheer, the sheer nature of horses. Um, you know, those of us who have been around horses understand that horses just have that way of reading us and treating us a certain way based on how we are. So we tap into that with our, with our therapy programs um, by setting up activities that involve the horses. So clients who aren't as able to verbalize, um, who aren't as in touch with their feelings or their emotions, who need to make behavioral change but don't respond as well to being told what they need to change. Uh, we really believe that our clients have the answers for themselves for what they do need to change. Sometimes they just need to find those answers um, and the experiential activities really give them an opportunity to, to do that, to explore what's going on in their life by activities that may represent um, what's going on in their life. They, the activities in the horses may become metaphors for their challenges or their goals or people or events in their life. And as they're going through those activities, they can work through, you know, what's working, you know, what does work, what doesn't work, you know, what do I need to change to make this happen? Um, so horses and their, and their unique instincts, I think, is what really makes it different. Um, a lot of clients that come to our programs um, come because the office work wasn't working, talk therapy wasn't working, they would shut down when they were being asked questions. 
And in an EAP or an EAL program, the questions are open answered. So they're given the opportunity to reflect on what the activity was like and how that relates to their life. You, you personally are certified in, um, as a facilitator. Is that right? That's correct. I am an equine specialist. So I work in a team with licensed mental health professionals. So the EGALA model, um, one of the critical parts of the EGALA model is that you're working a licensed mental health professional together with an equine specialist at all times. Okay. That, that means that one person is trained on the behavioral, the human behavioral side, and the other person is trained on the horse behavioral side. And um, EGALA promotes that having both of those um, professionals uh, certified by EGALA, trained by EGALA, is the, you know, is the, the ideal situation, but the minimum of at least one person certified in that team. So right. I am an equine specialist. Okay. So go ahead, Gun. Yeah, I'm just um, trying to ask questions. We're getting a nasty thunderstorm here, so I'm trying to oh, ask no. questions in between having the mute on because you wouldn't be able to hear me. Um, <laughs> just rolled in right in time for, for our show today. <laughs> so the I guess the question that I would have is you do all you don't do any riding, right? It's all on the ground. That's that's correct. In in an equine assisted psychotherapy or an equine assisted learning program, um, it's all on the ground. Um, you know, nothing against riding. You know, many of us in this profession do ride as well. We promote um, other activities with horses as prevention and aftercare. But our our model really focuses on the ground ground based experiential activities because we feel that for behavioral change to occur at the level we're looking to change it that our activities are um, are the ideal way to do that. Um, we're, we're working on research to help, you know, to help show that that does work. We've seen the difference um, in our program locally and in international organizations that are using the EGALA model. We've seen the difference between groundwork and, uh, and riding. So, um, well, we are a horse program, so I have to ask the horsey questions. I assume you have everything from ponies on up, then, for the littler kids? No, we do. Um, in our local program, um, every program has their different preferences. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we here at Reigns of Change, we have you know anything from small, small ponies all the way up to, you know, 17 and a half hands, tall, thoroughbred. Um, so I think it is important to offer a variety of different types of horses, different sizes, shapes, colors, breeds, backgrounds, um, because the populations that we serve are similar to that. Everybody's going to connect with different horses, so it's important to offer a variety and to uh, to show diversity. Well, that's interesting, because my next question was going to be, is there a breed of horse that works out better than, than others? But I guess it just depends on the horse. I really think it's important, again, to offer variety and diversity because the world is diverse. And when we have a group coming here, um, you know, the world is diverse. So we have here at our program at Reigns of Change, um, we have ponies who are Welsh ponies, Shetland ponies, um, quarter horses. Uh, we have paints and thoroughbreds, Arabian. Um, so we really try to have a representation of um, different types of personalities, and while there's diversity within each breed, you will find that, but we feel like it's important to have a bigger variety than that. Okay. So how does, what exactly then is Reigns of Change within the bigger eGala picture? That's your program. You founded it, didn't you? That's correct. That's correct. Well, let me add to the Equine Assisted Growth, Growth and Learning Association, EGALA, is an international organization. There are, uh, there are associates in every state in this country, in the U.S., and then outside the U.S., we have almost 40 um, representation in almost 40 other countries. So it's really exciting to be a part of that international growth. Now, when I first went through my EGALA training um, early on, there were only about 35 members, and now we've grown to almost 4,000. So it's been neat to be a part of that growth and to see that change. Wow. Yeah. So Reigns of Change, you know, in the beginning, um, we were initially teaching riding lessons, and for the mental health purposes, we thought that was really neat. We were kind of headed down that road. When we became aware of a gala, there was just no question for me that that was the direction that we wanted to take, that that was the 
ideal way to reach these clients that we want to work with. Um, so we're located in the western suburbs of Chicago, and you know we're, we're a part of a network of EGALA organizations all over the world who share information, who um, you know who share ideas. Those of us who have been around for a while um, are willing to share information with those who are new. Um, it's really important because back when we started out, there wasn't a lot of information, um, and, and now there's just a lot more support, a lot more resources. So it's exciting to be a part of that. So in your work, um, you have obviously you see uh, lots of people with different types of disorders and challenges. What would you say is the most common type of mental health challenge that you see in your work that's um, that benefits? Okay. From um, equine-assisted therapy. Well, we at Reigns of Change specialize with eating disorders treatment um, and self-injury, uh, adolescent girls and adult women, um, but also boys and men. We do see them as well in our program. We work with uh, with a residential treatment center called Timberline Knowles in Lamont, Illinois. We've worked with Linden Oaks Hospital with their um, partial hospitalization for eating disorders and their group home, Arabella House. It's really exciting to be able to have something that helps. So how does that, how would that work? If, if I'm um, a young woman and I've got an eating disorder, I, um, how, how would I even know that I want this program or would I, would I wait for um, my healthcare professional to recommend it to me? How, do, how does the patient get connected with the program? Well, okay. As far as the healthcare professionals, um, you know, we're really working on the insurance companies understanding the benefits of this work, and research is really going to be important to help make that happen. Um, usually, we get referred either by the hospitals we work with or by the, the private practice professionals out there who know what we do, know our reputation for our work. Um, so they refer to us. Um, a lot of the time, by the by the time they get to us, they've been pretty sick and they're really looking for something that will help or they've tried different things and nothing has helped. So they're really, they're really looking for that, that, that little something that is the missing link. And I think a lot of the time we're finding that horses can be that missing link for some of our clients who are struggling. Um, they're working on, you know, severe depression sometimes, high anxiety, um, body image issues, boundaries, learning about boundaries, Yep. You know, there's so many neat things that horses can teach us. And, you know, again, that ground piece, you know, you know, we really believe that when you're sitting on the mirror, you can't look into it. <laughs> so when you, you know, when you're out there in the arena with the clients and they're interacting with the horses, they're learning so much from the horses about the patterns in their life that have created for one reason or another and learning about how those things are not effective for them and how, okay, at first they realize, okay, this is not effective for me. Now what do I need to do to change that? So then we can move on to, okay, you know, let's practice this, you know, let's find what does work. So it's a little bit, well, it's a lot, cause and effect out there. It's not us teaching them horsemanship. It's not us teaching them groundwork. It's, it's us putting them out there with specialized experiential activities that they can just explore their world, okay, or representation of their world, and find out what does work. So they might try a lot of things that don't work until they find what does work for them. And with recovery, everybody has a different recovery path. There's not one way to find recovery. So a lot of our clients who come here have to find their own way, and and that's why this experiential solution-focused approach helps them. It's also really good with families. So a lot of these clients who come here also are in a family that for one reason or another, their dynamics are not working. So they might need to change the dynamics of the family for them to be able to find recovery as well. So I hmm. think, you know, this is, there are just a lot of really neat applications of this work. There's really not anything that I've seen doesn't work. Um, right. I know you asked the question about children and uh, we don't choose small horses for children. And we might, it's very empowering for the kids to go out there with five horses and, and pick which one they want to work with that day for them to choose to have that choice. And, um, you know, some of our larger horses are a lot more easy to <laughs> yeah. deal with than the, than the ponies. There's a lot of <laughs> horse people out there will 
<laughs> I know from the ponies I used to own. They were all that way. You really want the cute Shetland pony right now. Yeah, <laughs> who will kick you in the face when he turns around. <laughs> so, nothing against Shetland. I love them. Yeah, I know, but we've all owned those ponies. And <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Those cute little Shetland ponies that we have here are great. Well, the one is you know, is a perfect anger management project. We have a lot of clients who need to work on frustration tolerance. Anger management. Oh, and patience? Well, you'll get that working with some of the Yeah. (laughs) So that's a great tool. You know, we don't just want the horses that are just going to stand there and be nice all the time. We want the horses that will have their own unique personality. Well, Helena, I got to tell you, uh, she is actively involved because when I talked to her last night, she was in the barn feeding the horses. So... uh... (laughs) Well, and that's... (laughs) (laughs) Well, Amy, we certainly, where can people find out more information about you and and the organizations? Okay, well, first of all, eGala has a great website with lots of information to help people who are interested in this work, Um, and that's www.eagala.org. And, you know, that can be students who are in high school or college who are interested in pursuing this as a potential career or it could be equine professionals or mental health professionals who are interested in this work. Some programs take volunteers. So, um, you know, if people have interest in eGala, they can go on the website. They can look up local facilities that are offering this work. Um, and there are local trainings. There are trainings all over the world all year round, and there's a great annual conference. So that www.egala.org is a great place to go for, for information and resources. Um, and Reigns of Change is www.reinsofchange.com. You can also find us through the Gala website. So, All right, great. Well, we appreciate you being on with today. I know we didn't have a lot of time to get, to get into great detail, but I'm hoping that that let me ask you this if somebody has uh somebody in their family or somebody they know that they think would benefit from something like this is that something that uh, they talk to their to that person's uh you know doctor or professional or is it something they can call egala or I, I don't how would that work sure what i would recommend is if they go to the egala website look up the facilities in their state mm-hmm. in their area that may provide this work of course, there's due diligence. If they're listed on there, that means they are certified. Um, so, you know, it's important when they ask those questions, when they call, are your mental health professionals working with this program? Are they licensed? Are they experienced with this particular population um, with this diagnosis that we're looking for treatment for? Um, those are really important questions for anybody. Um, that would be a great starting point. They could ask the person in their family or their, you know, their friend, whoever it is that's looking for help, to, to look at the website, too. Um, they could also get an information packet sent from eGala. But, uh, but looking at the eGala website is a great way to find out information. There's so much information on there, and um, you know, it's, there's a, a great wealth of information there for them for whatever their interest is. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Amy. We appreciate you being on with us. And uh, keep in touch. Let us know how things are going. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Well, now, before we get to Dr. Jen, I think you're going to love Dr. Jen. I spoke to her last week, Helena, and she was she's very interesting. Um, and she's so looking forward to being on. And she has a, actually it's a new ranch called Happily Ever After Ranch. I love that name. Yeah, I know. It's And she is, takes a little different approach. This is for, uh, as I understand it, it's for people who just feel that their life isn't fulfilled. You know, she's actually a life coach and uh, she's obviously uh, a doctor as well, but she's a life coach. And and she takes the people whose lives aren't fulfilled. They just feel that they, they haven't gone the whole way, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she helps them through the use of equines to to find what that fulfillment might be. So it's a, just a little bit of a different approach for a little bit of a different issue. So we'll be, we'll be back with Dr. Jen in just a moment. As small farm and business owners, signs are the most affordable means of advertising for your business, and most businesses, new or not, don't have a dollar to waste. The Small Business Administration says signs are the most effective yet least expensive form of advertising for the small business. What's more, signs are always on the job for you, advertising 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. 
Enhance your farm entrance with an affordable, professionally designed farm sign from EZSignsOnline.com. From elaborate carved signs to simple entrance signs, vinyl banners, pet memorial markers, stall name plates, the folks at EZSignsOnline.com have what you need in durable outdoor signs. Their unique website uses a step-by-step process, allowing you to choose all the options and to see complete pricing before you buy. Visit EasySignsOnline.com today and take advantage of their current sale of 10 to 15% off and free shipping. Remember, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Okay, and we're back, and I'm really looking forward to talking to Dr. Jen, founder of the Happily Ever After Ranch. Just love that name. It's just Oh, me too. <laughs> All right, Dr. Jen, it's great to have you on. I talked to you the other day and let me first say that that you that the Happily Happily Ever After Ranch is just a fantastic name. <laughs> it's a, Isn't that fun? Yeah, it's a great name for for the ranch and you're in one of the most beautiful parts of the United States and that's in uh the mountains uh, near Denver, right? Absolutely. It's an inspiring place, and we have this 360-degree view, including the front range of the mountains. And so I step out of my front door every day, and I am just ecstatic to be here. Well, I bet. And, you know, for what you do, too, which we'll get into in a moment, it's almost the perfect setting. It really is, and because um, we're really just trying to help people get back in touch with themselves and in back in touch with the natural rhythms of nature. And so being able to be in an inspiring, beautiful place is kind of a part of that, right? Definitely. <laughs> that's the beginning. <laughs> it helps, right? And that's what makes us different. You know, we're not right out here in the middle of the city, you know, but we're also not out in the middle of nowhere, and so it's pretty easy to get to us. <laughs> So you so happily ever after is a holistic healing horse ranch. What do you offer? What's the goal of of this ranch? Sure. Well, essentially, what I've developed here is my own coaching method, and I call it heart-centered healing with horses. And we work with both riders and non-riders, but essentially, it's a way of coaching that helps people basically dissolve the box, whatever's standing between them and success, you know, whether that's trying to find their soulmate, which is my passion, or something coming up at work or with their family, or even between performance between horse and rider, you know, when things aren't going well. And so the work is about helping people learn to access their own inner genius is what I call it. You know, that place of wisdom and that voice of reason that's deep inside of you that most of us have. Well, we all have it, but most of us can't hear it. And this, this place always knows what's truth for you, and it always knows what's the next best thing for you to do to reach your dreams. But most of us can't hear this inner genius, and so we give people a way to start tuning back into their own wisdom. Isn't that brilliant? Well, I'll tell you what. Helena and I will be out next week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody needs this. It's like, you know, it's, you know, my passion is working with people in relationships, but everybody, you know, could use a crash course in talking with their inner genius because most of us get stuck in our heads. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I was trained in academia, so I spent my whole life in my head. And... And the, and the head does tricks. It plays tricks. We do mental gymnastics. You know, we get stuck in circles going round and round, but we never really get to where we want to go when we're living in our head. And it exhausts us in the meantime. What did you say? And it exhausts us in the meantime. Oh, it's, it's exhausting and it's confusing and it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but the good thing is that the body, the body never lies. It holds a solution to everything, and it's just waiting for us to tune in. And so that's what we do here. We help give people back to themselves by helping them tune into their own wisdom. Okay, so I'm reading on your website that you have individually designed hourly, half-day, full-day, weekend, and weekly retreats. Give us an idea of how, of, of somebody who comes to you, you know, give us like a um, hypothetical, somebody who comes to you and is doing, let's say, a weekend retreat. What can they expect out of you and what do you expect out of them? in order to reach the goals that you set, let's say, for, we'll just use the, the weekend retreat for an example. Sure. Well, um, what I expect from them is to show up with their hearts open and their minds open and be willing and curious to look at themselves. And this, is, this comes for, with riders, too, right? Riders want to blame their horses sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, well, that never happens, right? <laughs> and so I just I only ask that people be willing to look inside themselves and see what's going on for them. 
And so we just basically take them through a series of exercises with the horses as their guides, and they start to learn to tune into their body's wisdom. And so they go through um, an exercise where they start to get in touch with what their blocks are. That's the first part of the work is understanding where their blocks are in their body and what that feels like. So I'd be happy to share an example with you from a recent session if that would be helpful. Yes. Yeah, well, we had this, this, lovely, this lovely lady come through, and um, her issue was, you know, attracting the wrong guy, kind of guys all the time, right? You know, kind of the, the, the person who doesn't see her, doesn't really see her and doesn't appreciate her. She's a jerk magnet. <laughs> yeah, it's a jerk magnet, exactly. <laughs> and I teach people how to be soulmate magnets. <laughs> <laughs> and so the first part of that is, is learning where that lives in your body. You know, where is this jerk magnet living in your body? And she was able to tune into it. We actually put her on a horse. She sits on a horse bareback. And the horse's energy field allows her to tune into her body better, which is really interesting because the horses have these just enormous energy fields, and they bring up in us whatever needs to be looked at. That's part of how the work works. And so she was able to tune into the spot in her chest where it felt, it felt just really closed, and it felt really dark and really yucky. And so through the process of coaching, we worked with that space, and we transformed it into this beautiful, large, pink, tingly, laughter-filled heart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we walked her around, and she, we, sort of, we sort of embedded that heart into her body. And she learned how to use that heart to um, send out warm and loving energy out from her body instead of that closed energy. So when you're sending out that closed energy, what kind of guy do you attract in? Mm. Jerk. you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so she went home with that image emplaced in her and some instructions about how to use that to attract a more open, you know, laughter, fun-filled, loving guy. And it was just beautiful, and I felt honored to be able to guide her in that. And I can't wait to hear how that shifts things for her. So that's one of the ways um, that the horse, the healing with horses work works. Well, now, do you ever deal with uh, professional riders or, or things like that? You know, I'm really excited because we just launched our, um, our riders program, and it's called the Blue Ribbon Ride. And we essentially take these skills, and I call them equestrian harmonics when we apply them to riders, because it's about um, helping riders reach harmony with their horses. And you guys can, you know what it's like when you go to the barn and you've had a bad day and you're like a ball of stress, right? What, you know, how does your horse respond to that? No, we don't know anything about that. <laughs> well, Talk about yeah. mental gymnastics. I'm like <laughs> a gold medal winner there. I can't keep up with Helena. <laughs> well, your horse can feel that from like a football field away. <laughs> and they're like, oh, God, please don't come over here. Oh, That's I know. That's true. That's true. And you know. Yeah, it is. You know, I, I, it, we've often talked about on the show how riding is truly, you know, at least 70% mental. It's, it, it is it, it, just like any other sport, you know, that we always said that in tennis, tennis is 80% mental. Mm-hmm. It's only 20% physical, and that's the easy part. Yeah, exactly. And I like to extend that even further and say, you know, the mental game is part of it, but what's going on in your body? And that's, that's the gift that this work does is it helps you tune into what you're holding in your body. And so if you go to the bar or say, let's say, let's take a horse show rider, you know, and they're standing in the end gate, you know, and all sorts of, they're being, the energy is stuck in all sorts of places in their body and their horse is picking up on that and they're distracted by it, quite frankly, <laughs> you know, and they go in and they have, you know, a round that reflects that. And so how can we help people release those blocks of energy that are stuck in their body so that, that both their horse and they can perform their best? So I'd love to share another example, if it's all right with you guys. Bring it on. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, this is an example for myself. I've got this young horse who's, like, a little bit flamboyant. <laughs> She's our alpha mare, and her name is Charm. And <clears throat> my last Perfect horse name is, for an alpha mare. <laughs> oh, she, she, she's like our cheerleader, you know. <laughs> with the good and the bad qualities of the average cheerleader. <laughs> um, but anyways, my last horse had taken a lot of my confidence, and I'm an excellent rider, but I have a lot of fear. And so um, we had started out this season, and we hadn't jumped in a while. So I'm an eventer, actually. Oh, really? Then, I didn't know that. Yeah, eventing is my passion. And I'm just training her up. You know, she's very green and very young. 
and we hadn't gone in a while. And um, I, I, we went to our first schooling session, you know, and things were just falling apart because I couldn't get into that place, that peaceful place. And so I said, you know, let's just put the trainer on charm. And the trainer sat on charm, and then I got back on, and charm let me know that she was pissed. <laughs> She was like, you didn't trust me, and now I'm mad at you. And for three days after we got home, she wouldn't talk to me. Have you guys ever had that happen when your horse is like, you know what? I've had enough of you. You go, you go in the corner. You're, oh, <laughs> you're yes, grounded. daily. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're grounded. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to talk with you. I had a hackney that was pretty much that way all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you had this process, you could have worked it out with her. So after about three days, I realized, crap, she's not just in her mare mood here. You know, she's mad at me. And so I used this process to figure out what could we do to build trust. And I realized that the thing I do with my other horses is I sit on them bareback, right? I ride them bareback. I gallop them through the fields. I never even think twice, but I never give her that option because I'm, I'm afraid that she might be a little too flamboyant. So I sat on her, and I worked through the equestrian harmonics principles, and what I realized was as soon as I sat on her, I saw this closed fist in my chest, right, really closed. And that was my fear, and it was living right in my chest. And then I coached myself through the process, and through that I saw the fist open. And then what I want riders to be able to do is to start sort of dialoguing with their horse and just allow whatever that comes into their mind comes into, comes into their mind. So I actually asked Charm, you know, what can I do to start trusting you more when I get fearful when we're jumping? And I got this beautiful image of this gigantic sun in my hmm. chest instead of that closed fist. Yeah. And I got this wonderful idea that I could ride that warm energy of the sunshine forward up and over the jumps. And I thought, wow, that's pretty brilliant. <laughs> so I tried that the next show we went to, and the fear just melted away. And so, you know, just, just by a, even though it was like a 10-minute process, I was given this image that was now inside of me that I could work with whenever the fear came up. And I am so proud to admit that uh, after that time, we have ridden bareback, we've ridden in a halter, and we've ridden under the moon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> In the dark, and, and the trust is just building, building upon building because I had that experience with her, and I'm using that image that she, you know, that we created together. I, I, I'm, I'm speechless. I have nothing to say for the first time. <laughs> that would Wonderful. be for the first time. <laughs> yeah, would I just have this dreamy look. My elbows are on my desk, and I have this dreamy look on my face thinking about you envisioning your sunshine. and <laughs> It's true, though. It's such an instant reward when you are able to find that right spot, the, the right spot that's deep down inside you. Peel the baggage off. That's the yes. visual I look, is peeling the baggage off. Sometimes I think of just unscrewing my head and putting it down next to me <laughs> and letting, letting my soul do the riding. Wonderful. When you find it, when you hit that sweet spot, it is... It, it's life-changing, even if it's just for five minutes, even if you're riding a line or you're, you're on a 10-meter, 20-meter circle, because I can't do 10-meter circles. <laughs> if you're on a 20-meter <laughs> circle, it, it's instantly there. You know it. You smile. You find yourself grinning because I, you found that – I don't even know what – your sunshine. You found that, that internal sunshine. Exactly. And that's the power. I mean, it can be life changing. And the beauty of this work, like you're talking about, is that you can take that feeling once it's embedded in your body and, and you can take it out of the barn. You can take it home to your lover. You can take it to work. <laughs> you can take it to the other places that you're stuck in your life and shine that sunshine and just start melting block after block after block. And so the work is really for the whole self, you know, not just for riding or not just for whatever you came for. It can help you shift things in all of your life. So that's why I'm so excited about it. It's just, it can be transformative and life-changing across the board. You know, that sounds like a perfect solution, uh, Helena, for a guy like me with severe ADD. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh You could work with that. There would be a way for you to settle into that peaceful, centered place where your attention and focus happened naturally. In the beautiful you know, mountains of Colorado. That sounds terrible, <laughs> actually. <laughs> you know, I, I went to go try a horse the other day, and um, 
the owner of the horse said, you know, she's a little bit sensitive. She just needs you to be quiet. She, she's the, the rider for her is a quiet rider. And, you know, I had this epiphany. I said, well, that's fine because that's the only time I can be quiet because Glenn and I sometimes share in that ADD <laughs> affliction. It's the, only time. <laughs> it's the only time as soon as I sit down in the saddle, and I know that this is true for a lot of other people, at least my, my contemporaries, is that when you sit down in the saddle, I don't know if it's because we can be quiet or because we have to be quiet, but you do, you settle, and um, you're rewarded for that. Your horse says, okay, thanks, let's go. Where do you want? I'm listening. And, you know, and I'm listening to her. She's listening to me. There's this wonderful conversation that's going on. But it, it, if, if, even if it's just for an hour ride, you... Yeah. Do you know what? I think we know a little bit about why that's happening now. Have you guys heard about the Heart Math Institute? No. They're a really neat um, research institute. And what they're discovering is that, um, that we all and the horses have brain waves and we have heart waves, right? And it feels great when the brain waves and the heart waves are in harmony. And they call that coherence, right? But most of us are running around and our heart waves and our brain waves are not in sync. Right? And we all know what that feels like. That's like, you know, the average stressful day. But the horse's natural state is coherence. And so when we walk into their energy field, our body starts like, sort of in training with their body, and we start to come into coherence. And that's that magic that we feel around the horses, that peace, that calmness, that centeredness. It's because they're helping us become coherent in our own energy field. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, that kind of makes sense, actually, when, when, when you really think about it. Um, but then if I had somebody grooming me and I was out eating grass all day and I could just hang out, I'd probably be that way, too. You do have that life. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Exactly. I mean, yes, sure. Although, you know, the way we keep many horses isn't natural for them. No, no, that is true. And that's that's part of the issues that they have with health and everything. But that's a whole other show. Um, But that way, but that all connects into our, you know, all our baggage. We, that, that we can't open our open our eyes and our, our minds and our hearts to see that we've got this huge animal and we keep him in a box for 22 hours a day. Right. And we don't understand why he's, quote-unquote, yeah. fresh, yeah. you know, or yeah. why he's got a little extra go, you exactly. know. And, and that's also where it's like a blind spot we have. And we have that blind spot, I think, for ourselves. And then that translates in, into a similar blind spot for our horses. No? Yes? Yeah, I think so. And one of the goals for the work with the riders is to help them step out. Well, actually, just to help them create an entirely different kind of rela- a heart-centered relationship where they're equal. You know, like they're, I'm stepping into your space, you're stepping into mine. How can we heal each other? How can we be each other's best, most trusting friend rather than, you know, how can I use you today? Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Or even with the natural horsemanship, taking it a level beyond um, sort of I'm the leader into we're partners. You know, how can we partner and how can I help heal you and how can help you help heal me? That's an entirely different level of being with your horse. Well, Dr. Jen, I think we're going to have to end it on that. But I do see a book in your future, I think. Um, I would love that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you write it and publish it, you, you give us a call back, okay? All right. Sounds wonderful. Hey, Thank a, you so much. And I people you can, guys. You guys are fun. Well, ha, people can find you at happilyeverafterranch.com, and they can contact you through there about possibly visiting, right? Yes, and we just started a YouTube channel, so people can start to see the work. We've just got a couple of videos loaded, but I'm excited about expanding that because I really want people to understand what the work is about. And that will be posted on the website soon, so they can get to a link to it from there. All right, great. Well, we appreciate you being on with us, and we'll talk to you again soon. It was great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, guys. So did you like her, Helena? I did. I did. I thought you would. Yeah, she she just seems like a fun sort of uh, a person. And, you know, I truly do believe that 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 80% of all sports is mental. And I think that anybody that truly has attained uh, the highest levels will say that as well. Uh, Agreed. You know, I think the horse knows what they're doing. We just, it's us that puts the blocks in the way many times. Yeah, and she said, like, our bodies know what 
like a lot of people don't have confidence in themselves. Some people are fearful of the horse and other people are just have no confidence in themselves. But if you, your body can do it. Right. Right. Your body can do it. It's just trust. I, I, you know, I could talk to her for a whole day. I know. I mean, I like know. all of our guests, I could just keep going and going and going. I'd probably tire the poor woman out. <laughs> well, you can spend a weekend with her, actually, in Colorado if you want. Yeah, a weekend, a whole week. <laughs> well, we also want to say that uh, you can get into your inner peace by winning a $50 gift certificate from Equestrian Collections. How'd you like that little transition, huh? Nice. With Equestrian Collections in our giveaway this month, Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips, and they have kindly donated a $50 gift certificate where you can buy anything you want, no restrictions. You can let your inner sun shine out when you're shopping. And you can find them at equestriancollections.com. And Equestrian Life the other equestrian, has also donated two of their nifty ball caps. Uh, they, they have a really neat logo at Equestrian Life, and you can be wearing one of these next time you go out to the barn to bond with your horse. And Equestrian Life is the official social network of the Horse Radio Network, and you can visit them at equestrianlife.com. You can win either one of those things by going to our website and clicking the giveaway banner on the right side of the page. You know, uh, Helena, we... We, we have a lot of fun doing this show, and we, as I mentioned earlier, we have a, some more fun ones coming up here. And as I said, you can follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio, or you can contact us. We're getting a lot more emails than, than we used to get in the past. We're, we're getting emails every week now, and that's fun. We, we do encourage you to email us. Uh, send us your comments, what you'd like to see in future shows, you know, all those things. And I, we, we did get one, I have to say, from Kate. Who, who wrote and said, Hi, I'm also a computer geek, web developer, and dressage writer. Love your show. Thanks. So, <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. We love you, too. So, you know, she's just one of us. Computer geek, web developer, and dressage. Well, I'm not a dressage writer, though. You might be closer to that than me. Oh, but you could be. Yeah. <laughs> if I just find my inner sunshine? That's right. That's right. Know. It's going to take more than that for dressage and me, I think. <laughs> I <know>. um, <laughs> So we have a couple other shows on the network. We have the Eventing Radio Show, all about eventing. The 2010 Radio Show, all about the World Equestrian Games here in Lexington next year. And the newest show, the Dressage Radio Show, all about jumping. Um, no. What? No, it's not really about jumping. It's about oh, dressage. It was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. So oh. I was seeing if you were paying it. attention. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And contact us on our website at stablescoop.com. We'll put all the links in our show notes for, for the guests today so you can find links to all of those things. Uh, we encourage you to stop by, check it out, and, and see if you, you know, you'll learn something new on one of their websites, I'm sure, or if there's somebody that you feel you can help through it, that would even be more back again next week with another as I said the next couple of weeks are going to be a lot of fun not too many serious subjects in the next couple of weeks so if you like serious I apologize if you like Colleen and I just goofing off that's pretty much what you're going to do so um, and we have some cool guests like that too so we'll see you again next week Colina. we'll be back with the scoop <laughs> <laughs>